Patel, what's up, brother man? How you doing? Good, Jordan. How are you, man? I am doing well. So our last conversation was well-received. People wanted more. So I guess we figure that we'll do this once a week, you yeah. and I, our own little yeah, power hour here. Yeah, I'm excited. Because you got your show like two, three times a week, you were saying? Yep. Yeah. So every Tuesday night and Thursday night. And then uh, I've been doing like Saturdays or Sundays too, like one one show on the weekend too. So And you do all nice those live, right? Time. Twitch D live. Yep. Twitch nice. D live and then I'll record them and upload them to Rumble and Rumble's really the only place right now that I uploaded to because everyone else kicked me off. So we got you get we gotta get you set up on Foxhole too. Yeah, there's somebody else has talked to me about that too. I've I'm not even sure what that is, but if, if Yeah, I'll I'll get I'll help you get set up there. It'd be okay, good cool. for you to have a channel there. So anyway, man, uh yeah, we'll do this this chat once a week, just cover kind of uh whatever's going on in the news. The first thing we could start covering is uh, the audit. What were your thoughts on the report that the Cyber Ninjas put out? And I guess the reaction to it, too, not only from uh, the truth movement, but the, the mainstream media. Yeah, you know, I was, I was a little uh, disappointed, um, to say the least. I was expecting, you know, the, the true vote count, because that's what I've been kind of waiting for is, you know, when you count only the legal ballots, what did Trump end up with? What did Biden end up with? And I think it's going to be a massive number. But instead, we, we really only got a lot of the, you know, what was wrong with, with the election in, in Maricopa County, you know, the, um, the duplicate ballots, the signature stuff that was sketchy, a lot of the internet things that they lied to us about, you know, they weren't connected to the internet, but um, as far as the media goes, they were, you know, leading up to it, they're like, this isn't going to change anything, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a fraud it, whatever. And then afterwards they started reporting that, Oh, it actually showed that Biden had more votes than, than trump you know like yeah it, it the, that for... morning when the audit came out how you wake up and you check the news and just every single outlet saying the exact same thing audit report shows more biden votes and i'm just like my god you've never we know the news is fake right they print all yeah. kinds of disinfo but this was a literal 180 degree like completely <laughs> just made yeah. up and everybody ran with it everybody yeah. freaking ran with it and it's funny too because i mean we all know that the media is fake like you said but i think it was the day before they leaked that you know report or whatever and everybody was up in arms like oh this this whole audit you know it's not going to do anything it, they said that it's better for biden blah 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 but people need to, to remember you know the, the media is fake that's it's for a reason and everybody still continues to freak out every single time they, they report something as if it's true mm-hmm. and that's that's something we need to get better at on our side yeah not being so jumpy and assuming after seeing just a headline that it's real, you know, case in point the other day, the Yahoo news printing the article about the CIA wanting to kill Assange and all this stuff, which, yeah, I'm sure some people in the CIA probably didn't like Assange, but this was focusing on Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump being the bad guys. Yeah. Yet everybody assumed Yahoo news thing was true and then ran with it. Meanwhile, the guy that wrote that Yahoo news article, Michael Isikoff was also the guy who wrote, one of the Yahoo News articles claiming Trump was colluding with Russians that was used by the FBI to get one of the FISA wiretaps. So he's, he's a known disinformation peddler. Yeah, and, and yet people get up in arms about it. I mean, when you see something that is completely, you know, antithetical to what you know about Trump and Pompeo, you just gotta, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's probably not true, especially coming from a guy like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah totally. So what, what did you think about, um, about the audit? I mean, especially the, you know, do you think we're still going to see more? I do think there's more coming. I, you know, when 
big things like that happen, I usually kind of take a back seat for a moment and try to let the dust settle before I yep. make any judgments. So I, I wasn't excited and I wasn't disappointed. I just wanted to see what it was for, but mm -hmm. I, you know, it did seem kind of weak. I'll give you that. Although I could see that being strategic and them yeah. having more information that they were, they're waiting to drop about yep. this. I feel like what was dropped was still damning. Oh, and yeah. it was still very useful with the 17,000 duplicates and all the other information. Trump went through the list of different details from that audit report during his mm -hmm. rally over the weekend. So, you know, I definitely thought it was helpful. And the, the media expended a load of ammunition trying to discredit the thing, which is why I think there's still probably more coming. Yep. And they'll, they'll drop it in due time. So yeah, I, I'm pretty convinced at some point we'll have to see the, I think they call it the kinematic results or whatever. It's a new, new word I learned the other day, but I think that's what it's called where we actually see the true vote count and that has to come. If, if we don't get the true vote count, then I think the audit was meaningless. You know what I mean? They're not going to yeah, tell us, yeah. you know, where the illegal votes were, were spent. I'm assuming most of them were from Biden. If we don't figure that out, then well, what's the point of doing the audit in the first place? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And we'll see how the, the fight goes in Georgia. Georgia looks like it's next. Yep. Trump was campaigning there, and there's plenty of reports coming out about uh, duplicate fraudulent ballots there in Georgia. So, yeah, I think I saw something today about Zuckerberg. He had a, a Dropbox or something. And in that Dropbox, they, there were 19,000 ballots, but they had a camera recording it, and only 30 some people went to drop off ballots throughout the whole time that it was set up. So, mm -hmm. how did 34 people drop off 19,000 ballots? You know, that's a yeah, it's like what, eight, 900 statue. ballots a person? Yeah, it's just I did see that drop on a gateway pundit just reported that I didn't get to read the article, though, but yeah. uh, it's crazy how much yeah, is coming it's, out. It's nuts. And, and there's only more that's going to come out. I mean, it, we all know that Trump won this election. It's just a matter of time for when, it, you know, we see the, the true results. And um, I think it's all being time to come out at the same time with every other narrative that's coming out at the same time, too. Yeah, it's like, my about... God, what all do we have right now? We still got Ghislaine Maxwell in prison. Her court case is coming. T-minus yep. six weeks or something like that. Yeah, it feels like every other week we get still a detail coming out about Epstein, that whole situation. Yeah, yep. We've got election fraud. We've got all the COVID nonsense. Everybody's just getting sick of that and starting yep. their lawsuits and fighting back with it. And then we've got Durham. Yep, you that's know, a big Durham, one. Durham's on the, on the hot seat next. What do you, You've been following the Durham thing pretty closely. What are your thoughts on that? What do you expect next? Yeah, I don't know. I th I think um, I think it's gonna be another Perkins Coie lawyer next. I think it's be Elias, but it, it there's there's a lot of different directions it can go, and there's there's more and more stuff coming out. I mean, yesterday on my Telegram, I put a a subpoena that I thought it was from Durham, because but Brian Cates posted about all these stuff first, and so I assumed it was Durham. And when I looked into it further, somebody pointed out that it was actually Alpha Bank. They're doing their own lawsuit against Perkins Coie, and and they're suing. Um, you know, I don't even know who specifically is in the lawsuit, but it was an Alpha Bank subpoena, not a Durham subpoena. I'm, Durham has to have already subpoenaed these people, but it, it points to, uh, um, what's his name? Gosh, Raymond Salino being being um, that tech executive one. And that's an interesting name because he's the guy who got all those IP addresses. And I still don't know what the hell, I can't figure out what the hell that was all about. Yeah, so let's, let's give it a little bit of background here. Sure. The day before Biden's inauguration, it was actually it was the, day, the day before it was like minutes before. Uh, yeah. But yeah, back in January, right before Biden was inaugurated, 
how many IP addresses? It was like 150 million. It was, yeah, it was hundreds of A lot of IP addresses were transferred to the front, no, from the DOD to a private company, right? Yep. So uh, the, the DOD has like 20% of these IPv4 addresses just sitting there dormant. And, you know, there's a lot of fraudulent activity that goes on with those. Like any company can wire traffic through a dormant IP address. Yeah. And, but it was interesting because so the, the DDS, which is the Defense Digital Service, they're, a, they're part of the Department of Defense. They sent all those IP addresses to this company, um, GRS, I think it was called. Global Resource Systems. Yep, that's yeah, it. I saw so, your post about it yesterday. Yeah, so so GRS gets these IP addresses three minutes before you know the end of Trump's first term, and the guy who gets it is Raymond Salino, the guy who was just subpoenaed by Alpha Bank and likely subpoenaed by Durham along the way too. If if Durham was obviously looking into the Alpha Bank story, mm-hmm. but then what's even in, more interesting if you look at the DDS and and this I've been kind of looking into this lately for a for an article because there's some interesting connections. Obama started it and. The first guy who worked there, his name's Chris Lynch. And when he left, he started this group called Rebellion Inc. or something. Like, what kind of name is that? You know? The resistance. And, resist. Exactly. <laughs> but the, but their, their major funder, their biggest funder is uh, Eric Schmidt, the Alphabet Inc. Mm-hmm. guy. Ex-Google so, I mean, CEO. So. Yep, there's all these connections. It's just, it's just gross. But yeah, I, I still don't know what happened with with those IP addresses, what they were doing. I'm not tech enough to figure that out yet, but... Uh, it, it looks like it was a, a black hat operation, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, FYI, for people out there listening, how many of those IP addresses were forwarded back to the DOD? This is like two weeks ago, but there was I don't remember. a certain percentage of it, like a third of them were sent yeah. back. So that's interesting in and of itself. But I, did, I didn't realize this till you were just saying it. It's Alpha Bank that's suing Perkins Coy. Yes. So they're just like jumping ship and taking each other down with them. Uh, yeah, it's real weird that this global resource systems would be looking like a deep state outfit, but they're the ones that received the DOD IP addresses the day before. And that makes you wonder, was that a bad actor move or was it a sort of yeah. positive actor move? That I, I, I definitely think it was some sort of blackhead operation. Cause if you look at the yeah. current director of the DDS, he's also got tons of ties to Obama. I mean, he's from Chicago he started a company with the guy who worked for Obama in Obama's administration. Again, I'll, I'll probably do an article on this stuff because there's there's just too many connections to ignore. Yeah. I just wish I could figure out what the point of it was. You know, if they were trying to cover up their tracks for, I mean, obviously if if Alpha Bank played a role in, I mean, the Spygate scandal and all that stuff, I wonder if this is almost a way for them to try to cover their tracks a little bit with that. I, I don't know for sure, but yeah. there's something they were doing. That they had to have been covering up or something. Yeah, yeah, so... Hey man, who knows? Durham's still got a lot to come and it's going to be some, it's going to be some, uh, you know, sweet, sweet justice because we've been waiting a long, long time, years. I know, I know. But if you think about the scope of this whole thing, it's just, it's absolutely massive. The the potential for how big this could get, you understand why it's taking so long. Yeah. And when you're dealing with people who just don't want to give up the truth and are doing all they can to cover their tracks and hide their own ass, then yeah, yep. understandable yep. why it's taken years. Definitely, definitely. What, what did you think? Um, uh, what do you think of the whole Nicki Minaj thing that's going on? <laughs> and then there's more and more coming out, like more famous people are starting to protest a little bit. Yeah, I, you know, I could see some people out there are questioning if Nicki Minaj is controlled opposition or something like that. I, I could see her doing this with 
with honest intention, at least from her perspective, because mm-hmm. she's crazy. Like Nicki Minaj <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. And she's, but she's like that fire, fiery kind of person that wouldn't take shit. So when the mainstream media is coming after her for questioning the vaccines, it's even, it's just going to piss her off even more and then make her say yeah. stuff even more. So I, I don't know. It's funny though, no doubt. And it's cool to see her question those things and then her audience who's you know very caught up in the mainstream starts questioning yeah. it too it's cool Definitely. but then we have other celebrities like uh you said i think rihanna i saw rihanna was- that's right wearing the think for yourself shirt yep that and uh, then there's these nba players that are starting to come out and, and be a little more public about not taking the vaccine oh yeah well and- i i think a lot of athletes doing it they're just sick of being corporate slaves and they know they're yeah. corporate slaves so yeah. it's uh you know they're fighting for their jobs but in terms of like a rihanna uh, or a Nicki Minaj, you know, the way I see it being woke, being red pilled, it's going to be the new cool thing. It's, yeah. it's going mainstream. So we gotta be careful. I'm sure some celebrities do want to honestly speak out and get a lot of stuff off their chest, but they're fame seekers, of course. So yeah. some of these celebrities might be going red pilled and woke for uh, for the fame component of it. We got a lot of celebrities like doing the UFO thing now and sure. they're just doing it for clicks, right? So you yeah. wonder which which celebrities are honest with it or not, but uh, it's yeah. we're going to see more and more of it though, no doubt. Yeah, it, it's interesting though. I mean, you look like, what was it, eight, nine months ago, Black Lives Matter. I mean, it was Black Lives Matter versus Mega pretty much, right? Yeah. But then just recently at that rally where they were trying to, it was a bunch of Black Lives Matter people throwing a rally in support of Nicki Minaj. And they were inviting mega people to come to this rally in support of like the anti-vax stuff. So it's interesting how, you know, we're almost coming full circle here where everybody is turning against the, the narrative and the mainstream media and, and the, the liberals. I mean, it's, it's, it's really nice to see, honestly, it's, it's, yeah. it's good. It's a good sign of things to come. Yeah. Yeah. And in hindsight, you know, when Biden was inaugurated, we were all praying Trump do something back in December and January, but Biden got inaugurated and we were all sitting there scratching our heads for a few weeks. Yeah. Like, how is this going to turn out? What's going to go on? But now hindsight, seeing everything that has gone on. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what would have been like if Trump did stay in office or take oh, it, it back been, in some way? It would have been a civil war. I have no yeah. doubt. It would, it would have been bad, especially with how, with how entrenched, you know, the, the deep state is. And I mean, they're just everywhere. Antifa was, is so rampant and uh, the tensions were just too high to, for Trump to, to do anything at that point. But right yeah. now, I mean, he's, he's got, He's got a super majority of of the American population behind him now, and so well, whenever he does make his move and come back, it's there. There won't be a civil war. Won't even be close. Totally. Here's something though. You know, speaking of Trump coming back, there's going to be a lot of things that definitely improve for that. Yeah. A lot of people want it, but one one thing I'm wondering, just kind of want your yeah. thoughts on this, your perspective. Yeah. Trump's been. Um, or shall we say Trump was supportive of the vaccine while he was in office and touted it a little bit earlier this year. I think he was doing it just because freaking politics optics of it, right? He can't go and question the vaccines or speak out against them because that would be career suicide. So he's maybe going so pro vax that the FDA and the CDC didn't even expect it and they're screwing up and causing him a bunch of problems. But over the last few months, Trump has quieted down his vaccine promotion. He has definitely been anti-mandates 
-hmm. Some people don't understand that. They think Trump hasn't said anything about the mandates. He absolutely has. Go sign up to Trump's official newsletter. You'll get emails every single day yep. calling out Biden's mandates. But uh, how would Trump, you know, if these, vac if these vaccines do end up getting exposed on a mass scale, everybody says, what the heck, you know, these were, this was an awful decision. How would Trump reconcile that while coming back into office? Yeah, how would... that's a good question. I mean, the, the way I think about it is, is Trump cut the red tape to get the, the vaccines produced as quick as possible. That was yeah. something he did in, I think it was late, it was mid to late 2019. He had an executive order, cleared the red tape so that it's almost like he saw the, the this coming because two months later, this virus is released and, and all of a sudden we can get a vaccine produced in, in a year. But here's the thing, Trump isn't the one who's making these vaccines. He isn't the one, you know, if, if there's anything bad or, you know, wrong with these vaccines, it's not Trump's fault. That's, you know, that, that's the pharmaceutical company's faults. You know what I mean? So if, if everything gets exposed and there is some nefarious stuff going on with the vaccine and COVID, I mean, I, I think Trump's hands are clean. You know, he can, he, he was pushing it for a while, you know, maybe he didn't know, or maybe he did. I, I don't know for sure, but I don't think, yeah. um, I think it's going to be more so about exposing the pharmaceutical industry and, and these bureaucratic health, you know, professionals that, I mean, had really bad intentions and, and were lining their pockets through all this. I think that's, what's going to be exposed. And you got to remember how Trump operates. I mean, he's always, everything he does is for a reason. He's trying to draw attention to something or he's trying to, you know, almost, um, uh, gosh, I can't think of the word, but like with the border, for instance, he, he was so adamant about the border, so adamant about the border. And, you know, the Democrats were so against it. And Trump is like, I should, should almost came out against the border and the Democrats would have built it for me. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I he uses the reverse psychology. That's, on that's what I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I couldn't think of that. But yeah, that, that's totally his style. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of reverse psychology involved here. I just, I, I can't quite pin my, my finger on what it is yet. But um, he, he, he's got to know by now exactly what's going on. I don't, did you see that uh, Australia documentary or, or news report? On I think the I saved stuff? it, but I haven't seen it yet it's really good it's about an hour long but it has pompeo ratcliffe oh um, the sky news one yep yeah sky and, news has been actually pretty impressive they're main, mainstream australian news but they put out a lot of reports this year talking about the wuhan lab and exposing that yeah so so, so i mean you you look at the the virus the truth of the virus is going to come out and if, if you watch that documentary there they, they definitely hint at that many times all three mm -hmm. of them so yeah um, when that comes out, I think the truth about the vaccine and everything there too will come out and, and we won't see anything happen like this ever again. Yeah, it makes sense to me that the, it was most likely the deep state's original plan to have us locked down for like five years and really yep. slow roll this vaccine. Yep. So I, I could see Trump switching it up on them, say, warp speed, we'll do this so fast. And, the, and it kind of caused them to speed it and screw up and, and whatnot. Yep. I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, cause Trump's hands are clean, but yeah. what the media would try to do is make it seem like it's all his fault and all these problems are his fault. I'm just wondering how he would go through the, the, I guess, optics or the careful dance in narratives yeah. to, to get he, that. He's got something planned cause he knows his base, right? And he right. knows when he's at a rally and he brings up the vaccine is everybody in the place is going to boo him for it. That right? was or so awesome. God, I, I love that. That really went yep. to show how MAGA is not a cult, can still question their leaders, can think for themselves. Nobody's exactly. questioning Biden. Biden's exactly. like, he's like a god to people or Fauci or whatnot. So that but, was so great. It, but 
it, it says something though that Trump would still bring it up and continue to bring it up, even mm -hmm. though he knows he's going to get booed for it. So there, yeah. there's something deeper going on there. I, just not sure what it is. We've seen Trump Jr. definitely question vaccines and talk about this stuff, and yep. so it's you know it's only a matter of time till Trump starts doing it. It's just has to be that perfect moment where the supermajority, the mass amount of people, yep. won't believe the mainstream media once they start attacking him as an anti-vax conspiracy yep. theorist. So, yeah, every everything is done. I mean, it's, it's becoming more and more obvious. Everything is done for for maximum impact. You know what I mean? So, um, whenever he does, you know bring out the truth that it'll it'll be at the right time trump's trump's timing is is better than anybody else's really yeah, yeah. He, he's got so many advisors and experts around him giving yep. their assistance and whatnot too so for sure totally for sure there's another um another topic i wanted to talk about can't remember here oh the hearing today the the millie lloyd mckenzie hearing. did you catch any of it i have only seen a few things on twitter from it a few clips uh, i saw millie was basically admitting that he told the Chinese worked with the, called him or something like that. Yeah, I, you, I you watch, might have you might be more familiar with me. I didn't. I, I watched one really good clip, and I thought it was really interesting because at the end, Millie pretty much said. Actually, I think I even wrote it down because I thought it was so funny. He said, "Oh, there was another the, point where Millie was talking about him advising Biden to leave about three thousand troops in Afghanistan." Which yep. completely contradicted Biden's claims. Yeah, everybody's that, you on know, board. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the same clip I, clip I saw. Where at the end of it, Millie uh, said, "This this country doesn't want generals figuring out what orders we're going to accept and do or not. That's not our job. The principal civilian control of the military is absolute. It's critical to the republic." I think that's so funny because the story that was out, you know, three weeks ago, where he was like pretty much going behind Trump's back, talking to China and telling people, "You don't follow this guy's orders, you follow mine." So it's just, it was completely hypocritical, but I'm still not convinced that Millie is a black hat. I, I think he's, he's got to find some, some I, sort of that's, role. That's one of those intuitive hits I'm getting where, and I'm not going to be wrong, but I think Millie is on team, team good. Yeah. And I too. think a lot of what we're seeing about Millie is an illusion, carefully crafted disinformation yep. by the good guys, by Definitely. somebody, you know? And, and not all is as appears behind the scenes because he's really Millie in this situation. If he was playing a part of the show, he's, you know, making the military probably pissed off at the wokeness, the, yep. that sort of thing. So you gotta, you know, the best way to wake somebody up is oppress the shit out of them and make them realize how oppressed they are. So yep. get Millie into this position, make, make it look like at least appear like there's a shit show going on and people will start yep. to stand up and say, we can't have this anymore. So yeah, I'm yeah, not that, sold on Millie being a black hat either. Why would he point. be there as Trump's chief of staff for a year and a half appointed by Trump just to. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on this. I'm, I'm with you. And I've said all, all along, you know, the reason Trump had to get us to this point and, and walk away on the 20th was he needed more people to wake up. So yeah. to avoid that civil war. Right. And you know, if devolution is real, it's a very small group of people that know about it. And that includes the military. Like, there's a large portion of the military that don't even know what's going on. So they're part of the population that needs to be fully woken up too. you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And accepted, accepting of Trump's return. And, and I think Millie's done a pretty good job of, of waking a lot of our military up. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's been interesting for sure. Um, I don't do know about, about Austin though. I think he's a, 
He's a yeah. bureaucrat. I'm not a fan of him. I'm no. not a fan. I mean, really, anybody that Biden has truly appointed, I'm I don't trust. You know, but if there's people that are holdovers from Trump, then then I'm more more skeptical that they're black. I, you know, I, I'd lean towards yeah. them being whitehead for the most part. But well, what do you think of the upcoming uh, debt crisis? I think it's probably part of the plans. I've I've yeah. been I've been kind of eyeing the October timeframe for you know the or the red October, whatever usually happens then. And I, I just had a feeling that it's going to have have to do with the economy. Sure. The the S and P right now is that it's been going up since the COVID crash last of March of last year, but now it's getting to a point where it's starting to starting to tip over a little bit on the charts. So yeah, it could it could really be a a bad October. I'm hoping not, of course. Yeah. And I do think that whoever's in there's contingency plans in place per se. But sure. yeah, I'm I'm still eyeing my portfolios and yeah is is the red october is i hear that a lot is that a q thing no it's a political term usually uh you know elections happen in november so in october there'll be some event false flag sure. or otherwise that happens and uh, like I, I hear october surprise a lot i mean i, I know what that oh, is but... october surprise too that's another one sorry i was yeah. confusing the two october surprise no, that's okay. But, but yeah, um, yeah, Red October, I, I get a lot of people saying that. And I, I always wonder if that's actually a Q thing or not. But yeah, it, it was uh it was a phrase written in the Q drops a couple of times. So it was okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean it, a lot of things we're we're getting we're almost October here. And so it, it does look like it's gonna be a pretty interesting month for sure. Yeah, man. yeah it'll, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it, the Democrats have a super majority right now, and just like two years in 2018, when we had the last government shutdown. Nancy Pelosi, there's an old tweet that resurfaced, like she was saying, there's no excuse for a government shutdown. If you have a supermajority, can't get it passed, blah, blah, blah. This is only can be blamed on the Republicans. And now here we are full circle and it's it's going to be solely blamed on the Democrats. So it definitely seems like Trump or White Hats, wherever it is, is in control and kind of sabotaging the Democrats attempts to, to get yeah. it passed. You know, not not saying they're controlling every single little thing. I, I think a no. lot of people get that misconstrued, assuming Definitely. You know, that every single little thing is, is controlled, but at least like the nuclear codes and the yep. big stuff, right? Yep. So, no, I, I agree completely. Or at completely. least leveraging. I like to think of the idea of leveraging more than control because they're pushing things in certain directions or trying yep. to manage them or manicure them in some way. Yeah, the, the enemy always gets a say in matters. You know, it's, that's for totally. sure. But, but um, if, if you have the right amount of leverage, you can always overcome that. Right, right. Yeah. All right, dude. Anything else you want to cover? I don't know, man. I'm, I was looking. I don't really see how Biden got his COVID shot the other day. That was the saline shot. His yeah, this... his dementia meds injectable. Oh, what, a, what a joke. <laughs> other than that, I, I think there's um. That's about it. It should be an interesting week weekend. See what happens. Yeah, man. We're just waiting on more Durham, more elections yeah. to get exposed, and more people to start waking up to these god awful mandates. I know. We're getting there. We're getting so close. I can just feel it. It's it's not bad it, where you're at though, right? You're in a red state. Yeah, I'm in a pretty deep red conservative state. We we haven't been as affected, but I don't know. I mean, if if the economy tanks, I think that's what's gonna do it for us red states too. You know, when everybody sees their retirement accounts just trashed, you know. Oh yeah. That'll wake them up too. Yeah. All right, man. Good okay. good chatting with you. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we'll do this again next week. 
for sure. And stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. See you, Jordan. Yeah. If you like this video and want more of them, one way you can support my shit stirring is by grabbing something from my supplement brand, Conscious Strength. Every purchase supports your health and supports me taking it to those fake news shills. 